Welcome to Integrated Approaches to Mastering Wellness, lovingly known as I Am Well MD. I'm your host, Santhi Tanikella, pediatrician and life coach. I help individuals who are wired and tired break free from the chains of overwhelm so they can enjoy the life they've worked so hard to create. I also help them to support their families in a more holistic way. Welcome to episode 15. So last week was an exciting one for me. I just recently returned from a conference held by the White Coat Investor. For those of you who are not familiar with it, about 10 years ago, Dr. Jim Dolly wrote a book called The White Coat Investor. In fact, my husband bought it and felt like it was a really valuable resource. Me, on the other hand, I looked at the cover. On the cover was a picture of a man wearing a white coat, a button-up shirt, and a tie. He looked very official. I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't even look inside. I will, however, give myself some compassion because I had literally just had a baby and was totally overwhelmed, but I digress. Do you want to know the other reason why I didn't read it? It's because I didn't think it was for people like me. I couldn't relate to it. I wasn't rich or fancy. I had very little interest in investing. In fact, Our family had lost a great deal of money in the stock market back when I was in high school, and I was pretty scarred by the experience. I viewed this stock market as too much of a gamble. And here I was in 2014, two years after graduating from my pediatrics residency, and in some serious student loan debt, like over $200,000 worth of student loan debt. And when I looked at the cover of the book, I felt a little less than because I thought I had no money to invest with. I'm going to be really honest. I thought that when I entered the real world, (laughs) that making and saving money would be easier. Then came kids, the mortgage, bills, car maintenance, and of course, paying down those pricey student loans. And before I knew it, the money I had worked so hard to earn was gone with zero savings to speak of. I say all this because it creates the background of this podcast episode. I was never one to spend money frivolously. I really, really love a good deal. (laughs) Um, But my background and upbringing was that of an immigrant family. I was led to believe that I had to work really hard in order to become successful. With this was also my personal belief that coming by money would always be a struggle. And layered in was this thought that was associated with just being a woman. Like quite literally everything that I had been socialized to with regards to that. As examples, it was unorthodox for a woman to be financially savvy or business oriented. As a child, I'd often hear jokes about how women didn't understand money or how they like to spend money on lavish or useless things. I was taught that a woman's job was to keep the home organized and raise the children. I didn't entertain the idea that I could be both one day, that I could be a nurturing presence with financial acumen. Over the past decade, I literally had to break down all of these notions. In a prior podcast, I mentioned how important I thought it was to be able to have a reliable source of income that could support me and my family. So that was the first thing. 
I wasn't going to wait for Prince Charming to come along and sweep me off my feet and hope that this guy was going to provide me with everything I needed and wanted for my life. I didn't want to put my happiness and security in the hands of someone else. Happiness and security were and are my responsibility. Secondly, women, just like anyone else, deserve money, just like they deserve love, safety, and a roof over their head. As much as we may not want to admit it, in this world, money can be used by us and our families to survive and thrive. Third, money's a tool. Like a hammer, it's neither good nor evil. It takes on the intention of the person who wields it. In other words, if your intention is to become filthy rich by engaging in something that could harm others, like drug trade or something, some would feel like that's not a great way to use or acquire money. If your intention is to become financially independent so that you and your family can live comfortably, you have enough for your kid's college tuition, you have some money for your future grandkids, and you have a little extra to donate, well, that sounds pretty awesome. Just my personal opinion. If you're a philanthropist and your life's mission is to cure world hunger, you can use money as a tool to meet that goal. So all things considered, if financial security or financial independence are things that you always wanted but never believed you could have, I'm going to ask you to dig deep and ask yourself why. Yes, we all have our life circumstances, but if there are limiting beliefs hiding deep inside that you didn't even know about, like poor self-worth or belief that you can't do it or that you don't know how, it's time to bring them into the light. If it's a question about not knowing how to do it, you are never too old to start learning. And there are tons of free resources or low cost resources out there. I know I usually talk about emotional health. Financial health is a real thing too. It's so common to want to hide under the covers when it comes to the issues that are most sensitive to us. For some of us, including my younger self, finances were on that list. My advice, try to make peace with your discomfort. Knowledge is power. Your older self will be so grateful to your younger self for paving the path. Until next time, be well. If you've liked what you heard, give us a five-star rating and share this podcast with a friend. If you want to learn more information about Dr. Tidinghella and what she does, visit her at imwellmd.com and subscribe to her email list. If you'd like to get coached, she has programs for you and the whole family.